bring Fuff Duplessis in, mate. Fuff Duplessis just got 100. Scorcho, 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 how hot has it been? How hot has it been? Bloody hell, we go from fairly mild to absolute furnace conditions. And just like in Melbourne, when you've got the, the Australian Open, guaranteed hot weather. Here in Perth, Country Week, guaranteed hot weather. And boy, oh boy, has she delivered Welcome everyone, you are back on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, which as usual, proudly presented by our fantastic partners in Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. And those Everlast Sports Drinks, gee, people must be going through those like, like a very popular thing. Um, I'd be hoping like hell that all the Country Week teams, all five, I think five of them, um, this week have stacked up the Eskies full of Everlast. And um, I keep saying, um, you know, dehydration is a real thing. Everlast sports drinks, ideal to uh, replace all the electrolytes and fluids that are lost in a game. And, you know, when you're standing out there 40 odd degrees, um, wondering why the hell you've chosen to play this stupid game that we all love called cricket, um, the Everlast Sports Drinks become quite an important addition to your post-game or post-event um, recovery. So get those Everlast Sports Drinks in. Boy, last Saturday, forget about Country Week for now. We'll, uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later on. Um, and uh, this is a special edition of the Pavilion, being Country Week. And there's no club cricket this coming Saturday, so we'll have a little bit of a chat about Country Week, and um, as this drops on Friday, um, there are some teams that will be playing off in a grand final and uh, hoping to take the silverware home for the PCA this season. Uh, but Saturday, PCA action. The Falcons grounded as Hall's Head make their move. That was the A-grade headline in the Mandra Mail. And uh, South Mandra, second week in a row, bundled out for you know under 80, 90 runs. Um Flying high at the top of the table a few weeks ago, but uh, the last couple of weeks have come back down to earth, and it just again highlights, I say it every week, it highlights how tough this competition is, and it's still a blanket over about six teams. Um, Waruna went on and won again. Um, Warmbra did a number on Singleton. That's a bit of a turn-up, I thought, and uh, it was a, a Yugal family-inspired win, and geez, the talent in that family is unbelievable. Dane did it with the ball. Um, Kieran did it with the bat. Um... Mandra squeezed past Pinjara. Really, really tight game. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Um, and, um, yeah, like I said, Waruna kept up their really, really good um, season, really. Hat-trick in B grade. One of the veterans of the competition got a, got a hat-trick, and I believe it's his first ever, which is fantastic. Um, a couple of centuries floating around in the competition, um, some really good performances, 50s and 60s, and some good wicket-taking as well. So 
it was a week full of um around full of uh, personal milestones i guess or great individual performances um some lopsided games again whether that's the i guess the lopsided nature of this time of the year i'm not sure um but yeah, so some sometimes one and one very very convincingly, but that also means there are some outstanding individual performances, and we'll uh, we'll go through those a bit later on. We'll also quickly preview the upcoming Country Week Grand Finals um, at the time of recording this, and at the time of release, as you are listening to this particular podcast, the best podcast in the whole wide world for Peel Cricket. Um. The PCA A-grade side have made the grand final and will be playing at the Wacker as you are listening to this show um, to defend that title they worked so hard to win last year. And the boys have uh, really battled through some tough conditions this week uh, with the heat, um, some availabilities, I guess. Um, but they've got through and they're through to the grand final and they will be playing the old foe in Bunbury. So um, Bunbury District Cricket Association, they got through to the grand final as well. And um, the other team to get through to the grand final, I believe, are the D-grade team. Um, I'll just quickly confirm that. Yeah, the D-grade team. So Peel 4, they were playing Port Hedland, um, who had Tim Lees, you know, former PCA player, playing for him during the week, but he, uh, he ventured home uh, back up to the uh, East Kimberley. So he didn't play... Well, he's not playing, and I don't think he'll be playing tomorrow. But uh, anyway, well done to Peel 4 for getting through to the grand final there. Um, and Peel 5, I don't believe. Oh, maybe they are. Maybe Peel 5 are playing for the grand final. I'm not sure. Where are they on the table? No, they can't be. So, um, yeah, well done to Peel 4, and well done to Peel 1 for being in the grand final, and uh, could be back-to-back for the A-grade or Peel 1 team. Uh, we'll see and we'll report on it. Um, either way, we'll report on the final next week in next week's show. That's a hell of a start, and there's a hell of a lot that always happens in the PCA. Um, we'll also have a quick chat in the wrap-up in particular about a young Tyro who's uh, not only set... The WA cricket scene on fire, but the world cricket scene. Yep, the world cricket scene. So PCA cricket in the news, as it always is, and boy, don't we love that. This is The Pavilion. My name is Orazio Santa Lucia. That's a hell of a name, isn't it? But it's one you're always going to remember, and you're going to remember this podcast, The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly supported by our supporters and our sponsors in Retrovision, 60-day price match guarantee or best price guarantee. So within 60 days of purchase, if you see a better price, have a chat to the boys and girls at Retrovision and they'll um, they'll sort you out. But they basically guarantee that they've got the best prices. They have the best products and they also have the best advice. They know exactly what they're talking about. So anything electrical goods, white goods in that realm, get yourself down to Retrovision stores everywhere. Also got the old click and collect. So when it's you know 98 degrees outside, Aircon on, feet up. You can do it on your phone, can't you? I mean, it's it's a it's a real. I know I've been buying a lot of stuff online. It's it's too easy. So get on, click and collect, bang. Pick what you want. Pick what time you want to go. Pick it up. Get to the car. I think they'll even put in the boot for you. So uh, doesn't get much better than that. ASA Sport, as I mentioned, um, 
either last week's show or the week before, you'd all start, but you'd all be thinking about um, your end of season wind up. I know it's still early, but you've got to plan these things ahead. And um, why not get a guest speaker? Why not make it a real, real event? So uh, ESA Sport have got access to some of the sports stars across the state. So um, if you want to get a guest speaker, uh, have a you know sporting star come along and, and, and speak at your event, get in touch with um, Johnny at ESA Sport, Johnny Sanders, who, congratulations, Johnny, by the way, big ton on the weekend for Williton in A-grade Premier Cricket. That's fantastic to see. There's another PCA product going on doing great stuff out there in the world. Um, and Everlast Sports Drinks, get them in your fridge. We'll be back after this short break. Welcome back to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Um, bit of a, a sombre moment at the moment. Um, with this one, uh, just like to send our the league and everyone involved with the PCA our condolences to the Strange family. Um, I'm sure you've all heard, um, unfortunately, Tyler Strange um, lost his battle with cancer during the week. And um, we lost uh, another soldier, another great uh, person and a, a great um, member of Shoalwater Bay Cricket Club, but also um, the PCA family. So to the uh, the Strange family, um, we pass on our condolences. I know teams um, on the weekend past wore black armbands and had a minute silence to, um, to, 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 to give their respect to Tyler. Obviously touched a lot of people, just seeing the outpouring of emotion online all the posts and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I know his funeral is Friday. So as, as you're listening, well, if you do listen to it today or tomorrow or whatever um, it is today. So, um, yeah, so, so condolences and, and, and um, uh, our thoughts and, and prayers are with the, the strange family at this um, very, very difficult time. And, um, yeah, and, and for for myself, um, I, I lost a dear friend during the week as well. I'm um, over in Victoria, um, obviously with our lock, well, hard borders and that, we haven't been able to get over. And um, yeah, I found out the bad news that unfortunately a very good friend of mine passed this week. And um, yeah, it's been a, a pretty, pretty sad week. So yeah, just a little somber one, but I just think it's important that we all acknowledge that, and 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 it's a it's a stark reminder that we all need to get around each other. They are tough times at the moment, and um, let's be a teammate off the ground as well as on the ground. So uh, make sure you look after yourself, make sure you look after your teammates, and look after everyone around you. Get your eyes up and and have a good look, and and don't be afraid to ask someone if they're okay, and. Um, Please be ready to, to follow through with any assistance that's required. Rest in peace, Tyler, and uh, rest in peace, H.
Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, you know you want to be here. You know this is the place to be. Welcome back. Retrovision, ESA Sport, Everlast. Terrific supporters, get around them. They get around you, so get around them. Um, Saturday's action, boy oh boy was there some serious stuff. Every week there is something happening some fantastic cricket going on. And um, this week, round 13 of the PCA was no exception. So we'll quickly go through the scores around the grounds and um, throughout all the grades. And you'll see that there's a hell of a lot of um, fantastic performances throughout the grades. And um, I, I had to do my best to try to squeeze it into the Mandra Mail article for the week just gone. So um, for those of you that get it delivered... Have a look at the article. I do my best to try to bring everyone on board and, and highlight everybody, um, across, you know, performances across the board. So um, hopefully you are enjoying it. Um, headline photo, by the way, fantastic to have. Uh, where did I have it? Um, well, end of the day, we had a husband and wife um, pairing play together for the first time in, in F grade for Hall's Head. How fantastic is that? Um, not only are parents getting to be able to play with their, their kids, but uh, partners are getting to play um, on the same team. So, uh, so much for the excuses post-game. The uh, the usual, you know, I'm on my way, um, just having one, one quick one before I leave, um, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you can't hide. <laughs> Your partner's there with you. So uh, fantastic, and uh, that was the headline picture in the uh, article this week. I thought that was a, a, a rare thing. I've never seen it, um, but hey, it's probably going to be something we'll see a lot more of moving forward, so uh, well done there. Okay, A-grade action. Shoalwater, 7 for 133. Uh, Dudley Cortland would have been a stylish 51. Um, really enjoyed watching him bat. Chris D'Alessandro, I don't think there is a player in the competition that cops more crap then uh, Showwater skipper Chris D'Alessandro, he cops it, oh my God, online and um, and that, that's his teammates. He gets absolutely smashed every week. But anyway, he got 30 out of the, the 133. And uh, Jared or Doken uh, from Secret Harbour took four for 46, but that wasn't enough. Uh, Secret Harbour could only get one, three, two. They batted first. Um they got 1-3-2. Zach Jarrett got 30. So Shoalwater, three wicket victors there. And they're having a little run. Shoalwater making a late run for it. And um, they're exactly highlighting what, what I've mentioned in that 
the, you know, the first half, second half sort of thing we've got going in cricket, you can use it to your advantage. You can sort of say, right, have a ref- reflect and reset, come into the second half and go bang. So Showwater making a really, really good run for it. And uh, who knows, win a couple more and uh, they're right in the mix to uh, get into the final. So well done to the Showwater boys there. Um, Pinjaro v Mandra. This was a, uh, a really squeaky squeeze of a game here. So Pinjaro batted first, 9 for 185, 9 for 185. The uh, the returning Jake Foley, um, uh, probably a good enough player to be playing with the current England cricket test team. Um, geez, weren't they an absolute shambles in the uh, final test there at Hobart? That last session where they got bowled, they, were, they lost 10 for 55 in 20 overs or something like that. Um, seeing test players back away and give up and not care, that was that was horrible. I, I know I I actually didn't enjoy watching it. I just thought this is these are highly paid professionals earning anywhere up to three or four hundred thousand pounds a year as a as a professional athlete, and they just threw in the towel and gave up. Not not good enough for me. But anyway, let's get back to the PCA cricket, which is tough, exciting, and real. <laughs> Uh, Jake Foley, 69. So uh, he's his second game back for Pinjarra this season. I know he's been a past overseas player and um, done well to get into Fortress WA, mate. Anyway, 69 and uh, Kim Eddie got 36 in nine for 185. But it wasn't enough. Was not enough. And Mandra squeezed by eight for 186, uh, led by a fantastic uh, Tommy Borkwell who got 102 not out. Um, he got close to a century in round eight with 97, but this week got the three figures, so well done. And um, Tommy's a really, really good player, and he's been threatening to do this for a while, so it was great to see him get over the line. 102 not out, and uh, that helped his Mandra side get over the line by two wickets, so well done there. Now, this is the one that was a, a big one. Um, not an upset necessarily, but uh, the the manner in the way this game was was lost was probably more surprising. So South Mandra, um, all out for 69, rock and roll for 69. That was shared amongst the Hall's head bowlers. Uh, they all did their bit. And uh, they, they chased it down for two. So they won by eight wickets. Um, they the, the game was done and dusted very, very early. And that's the second big one, big loss by South Mandra in a row. Um, last week they were all out for 80 odd as well. So to have two games in a row where you you rock and rolled for um, under 90 after doing so well before it, um, yeah, yeah. So they're going to have to really lick their wounds, and maybe this week off has come at a, at a good time where they can sort of reset again and uh, look to sort of uh, get back to the sort of form that they had um, pre-Christmas, I guess, where they were sort of equal top or there or thereabouts. And um, but now they've they've dropped right back off. So they're still on the hunt. They're not. They're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, Hall's head just keep powering on, and they're now top of the table. So they've, that that wins actually pushed them to the top of the table. And and this week for a change, it was the, their bowlers that did the job. Um, they've arguably got the the deepest batting in the competition, and um, to well their bowlers to do the job is probably satisfying for the the boys from Peelwood there. So well done to them. Uh, next game, Waruna. Um, they've continued on their winning ways. They're just they're just the quiet achievers, aren't they? They're um, doing very, really, really well. Waruna all out one nine one. The returning Jaden DeRosa missed last game. Come back this week, straight back in the runs. Um, yeah, serious player. Fifty nine and uh, Braden Haskell got four for thirty for the uh, the Knights, the White Knights, Bell Divers. But they um, 
that wasn't enough for them because they were bowled out for 166. Uh, Scotty Snashall got 48. We still got 38 of those, but 166 was 25 short. So well done to Aruna there, doing the job and getting the win. So they continue on their winning way. Um, probably not their best win. I guess they've probably played better throughout the, 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 uh, the season so far, but all you've got to do is get the Ws on the board and um, you don't want to play your best cricket now. You want to save that up for the end of the season too, which I think Waruna will be there. They'll be um, very strong presence at the end of the season. Now, this game here is a on the, on the ladder, it's a turn up, but on knowing the talent, it's not. So this is just on paper, um, this is a bit of a turn up. So Singleton all out one four three, um, of which Daniel Jones got fifty seven. Nathan Anderson continuing his good form of late with thirty, and um, the main man Dane Eugle getting four for fifteen. He's, he's good at getting the little fourfers. Um, so he's got some more wickets again. But they were defeated by Warmbra, who got seven for one four six, and that was held together by uh, Kieran Eugle Jr. with forty four. Um, how many times has he done that? And uh, they ran away three wicket winners there. So well done to the Warmbra boys. That's a, like I said, a bit of a turn up. And, and Singo had pretty much their full strength team out there. So um, that's a big win for Warmbra. And as I mentioned earlier, that means that Hall's head have now moved to the top. And that's more on percentage and stuff like that. We're in a still equal top, I guess. Um, and, then, and then the rest follow. Singleton there. Um, uh, who else have we got there? Uh, South Mandra is still in the in the in the hunt. Mandra, um, they're still in the hunt. Um, Warmbra are in the hunt, and and you know Showwater they're not out of it. So yeah, really, really, really tight at the top, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how the teams come back post Country Week break. Let's move on to B grade. B grade. So first game off the rank there we Mandra the Pinjara Mandra seven for two four oh seven for two forty and that's led by Maya Van der Vesteven um, hundred and four not out so well done to Maya um, probably an A grade cricketer really I know he doesn't play that much and enjoys playing a bit of golf more than his cricket but a very very talented player no doubt and uh, hundred and four not out good to see the uh, the great man get. The runs there, and he was supported by G. Fernando, who got 37. Um, and they defeated Pinjara quite comfortably, who were bowled out for 96. That was a big win there for Mandra, 144 runs. So well done to the Mandra boys there. Um, good for them to get some some players back in this week. They've, they've struggled with, I guess, shifts and things like that to get teams out in the ground, but they've uh, had a stronger um, uh, availability of players this week, and it sort of shows throughout the grades. And then you know, it's good to see, good to see. Um, Hall's head, eight for 198. Tied with North Beldivis, all out 198. How many ties? That's a third for the season, I believe. Um, <laughs> Mitch Morley got 43 for Hall's head. And uh, for North Beldivis, uh, Stephen Scally got 125. 125i for the, uh, the Bulls. And that's after he got a 94 in round five. And he hasn't played since round six. So uh, just to come straight back in and, and just turn up, look, easy game, boys. Well done to Stephen Skelly there. And, and uh, early in the season, talking to um, Jason Pierce out at, um, who's the president at, at the North Belt Bulls, saying like 70-something was the, the highest score in B grade. And uh, since then, 
you know, he's probably put the challenge out there and the players have taken it. And uh, that's the second or third ton for the for the side this year. So well done there. Um, another little cheeky stat, because we love our stats, don't we, in cricket? Um, so Hallshead ch- were chasing 198, and they could, on- they, they could only get the tie. So eight for 198, the end of their 50 overs. North Bell Divers were bowled out in the 49.3. So... 49th over and, and three, sorry, the 50th over. Three balls of the 50th over. They had three balls left. They could have somehow, I don't know, kicked one and got an extra run. Um, it's always the little things. So, yeah. But anyway, a tie. So there we go. Uh, the next game, this is where something special will happen. One of the veterans of the competition, one of the good guys. So White Knights, Baldivis, all out for 77. Uh, Troy Lovegrove, three for 18 for Hillman, and that was a hat-trick. So well done to Troy. Um, very proud of that fact. It was all over. It went viral. Um, I know everyone around the world, the people picking that up in England, um, on the Indian subcontinent, was going nuts. Um, IPL teams are obviously looking around and sort of seeing whether who's this Troy Lovegrove, you know, who takes hat tricks for fun. Uh, <laughs> only, only joking, mate. So well done to Troy, Troy Lovegrove, three for eighteen, including a hat trick, and that's that's on the back of a, a big week of coaching uh, with Junior Country Week. So he put his hand up and did a, a whole week of coaching uh, with the young cherubs, uh, which one of the PJCA teams. I can't remember which side he had, but it was under fourteens, I think, one of the under fourteens teams. So. Done that all week, doing it tough in, you know, trying conditions and looking after kids. It's not easy, but he's come back and um, taken a little hattie. So well done there. And uh, that that set Hillman up for the win, uh, chasing 77. They only they did it three down, one by seven wickets. So well done, Hillman. They're back on the winning track there. Next game, Warnborough, six for 94, defeat Singleton, all out 91. Ben Hinson for Warnborough took five for 24. So four wicket winners there, Warnborough. Uh, made hard work of it, I guess, to a certain extent, but all you got to do is win. It doesn't matter how you do it, you just got to win. Uh, Secret Harbour. Um, they were all out for 100, and they were defeated by Shoalwater, who made 6 for 215. But none of you buggers put anything in my cricket. So I did this yesterday, so I didn't check it today, and I'm not going to check it. So this is Thursday night. So as of Wednesday night, no one had put the scores into my cricket. Not good enough, boys. Not good enough. Surely someone puts it in. It's important. These things are important. I know you might think it's a bit of a pain in the backside and all that sort of stuff, but it's important stuff. You know, it's it's just something you've got to do. So get them in there. So anyway, so that's that. So that basically means that uh, we've still got Hillman and we've still got North Bell Divers top of the table. Um, you know, separated by a point or two or something like that. But they're, they're up there. And then, as I mentioned um a while back, this, there's a hell of a lot of sides still in the in the mix here. So Mandra are in the mix there. Um, I believe Warmer is still in the mix, and Shaw, yeah. So look, it's it's a it's a it's another one where you could throw a blanket over a fair few teams. But Hallshead and and North Beldivers are the clear leaders. So that's the end of B grade there. Let's move on to C grade. C grade first game White Knights Beldivers six for two one six six for two one six. Uh, Nick Palovich got 58. That's his second or third 50 for the season, I believe. Uh, Grant Pelling got 42 knots and Chris Pearson 40. Um, so good spread of runs there. And that's 6 foot 216. And they defeated Shoalwater, who are all out for 180. Uh, Adam Evans got 52. And Luke Green bowling his, I think, left armers as well for White Knights. I could be wrong. Maybe bowls right arm, but I thought it was left. 
But um, anyway, you got Pfeiffer. So what well on Luke, and that's also on the back of some uh, Country Week stuff there, I believe. So 36-run winners there were the Knighters. Um, I think Luke's captaining one of the uh, senior Country Week teams this week too. So he's, uh, you know, using up his uh, leave as a school teacher and, and making the most of the last few weeks before he's going to get back into it. Um, the next game, Singleton, one eight nine. Uh, all that 189, Ben Hall got 41 of those for Singleton, but they were defeated by South Mandra, who got four for 261. That's a big score in C grade. Craig Curtis, 167 knots, if you don't mind. 167 knots, 147 rocks, 16 fours, six sixes, if you don't mind. Well done, Craig Curtis. That's a hell of a knock. Um, and you went on to lead your team, your 78-run victory. So well done there to the Falcons. And this is another one with uh, a little bit of information, but not the full game because someone didn't put their scores in. Northbound Ivers, 235 all out. Darren Woodward, 60. Siddharth, Sadie, 58. And Akil Raju got 40. So good team performance there in 235. And they defeated Mandra all out, 128. I don't know who did anything there for Mandra because no scores were put in. Uh, and you copped it by losing by 107 runs. No. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that, but put your scores in. Anyway, so that's the end of uh, C grade there. So well done, everyone there. Uh, D grade, D grade action. So Hall's Head, 8 for 239. Councillor, City of Mandra Councillor, Ryan Burns, 84. Adam Gray, 62 in that 239. And they defeated Warmbra all out 118. I keep saying it, my man, Chris Barbara, 55, another invoice in the mail, um, smoking it this year. Uh, Phil Head took five for 13 for Hall's Head, funny enough, and uh, they ran out convincing 120 run winners, 121 run winners, in fact, in that game there. Uh, Waruna, 119, all out 119. They were defeated by White Knights, Belt Ivis, nine for 199. Marco Sonopol, 44, leading scorer there. And they were 80-run winners there. And in the final game in D-grade, Hillman, 3 for 188. Connor Hinder, 74. And Jared Black, 61 knots. A really good partnership there, 3 for 188. And they defeated Pinjarra all out, 73. So 115-run winners there. So like I said earlier in the intro, there's some very lopsided games this past round, round 13 of the Peel Cricket Association. Let's move on to a bit of E-grade action. E-grade, White Knights, Baldivis, 9 for 141. Tom Meredith Fraser, 54 not defeated. Secret Harbour, 9 for 79. So 62 run winners there. Uh, Warmbra, 8 for 130. Keith Sweetman, 42. But that wasn't enough because they were defeated by the Falcons. South Mandra, 7 for 189. Corey Wilson, 75 not. 59 run winners there were the Falcons. Singleton, 135 all out. Bailey Edwards, 40. And, um, oh, bugger. Sorry. I'll have to get this one right because I don't want to. It's not fair. I've done everyone else's and my. Oh, I'm not going to get it here. Anyway, um, Moore. Is it Matthew Moore? I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, my cricket's down. So I'm thinking Rob Wallace might have switched off. 
the uh, the PCA My Cricket. Um, you've got to go the long way to get the scores. Anyway, um, he got four for 29, so well bowled. Um, but yeah, and that helped his Mandra team win because uh, Mandra made six for 187. So they obviously batted first, six for 187, and then bowled out Singleton for 135. Uh, six for 187, Steve Siraj, 88 leading scorer there. So 52 run winners there were Mandra. And like I said, they were, they've obviously got uh, more numbers available this week and it's high, it shows with their, their results. They've had a really good uh, week as a club. And uh, we'll chat a little bit later on about something else that the club's tied to in a, in a well, a pr- pretty, pretty significant way. Um, a good news story, that is. So... Anyway, and uh, the last game we'll talk about here, and this one's an important one too, North Bell Divers, 4 for 179, 4 for 179, led by, again, the man, Chris Spencer. Run machine, 94 knots. That's 662 runs for the season at 66.2. Is he playing in the wrong grade, North Bell Divers? Just asking the question. Um, but Chris, you've had an outstanding season, mate. So keep going. You are the leading run scorer in the PCA this season by a fair margin, and you've uh, you've taken the leading and kept running with it. So that's another ninety-four knot. Um, well done there, opening the batting. Could have gone, hit him a little bit harder, maybe another boundary here or there. Get the get the three figures. But um, it's funny how we we obsess with that. I mean, you got ninety-four not out. Have you done well or have you failed or what, what, what's the thinking there? Because I know personally, mate, you've got 94 runs. If you've got 99 and got out, what's the difference? 99 or 100, what, what's the – it's still a hell of a knock. Yeah, people go, oh, yeah, but he only got 99, should have got 100. Well, yeah, okay. And um, what about all the other mistakes you might have made during the – yeah. Anyway, um, let's get back to it, eh? Uh, Tim Bridgeford got 41 not out as well for North Bell Divers in that score of four for 179. I've got to get off the uh, the soapbox, don't I? Um, but that wasn't enough because Hall's head knocked them over. Eight for 181. Eight for 181. So they've chased it down and done it well. Uh, Damien Billing, 51, was the leading scorer. So they spread the load, spread the love as they do at Hall's head. And as I've said, they're probably the uh, the leading batting team this season. Um I think consistently they, they score more runs than, than uh, any, anyone else. And uh, David Hunter got four for 36 for North Bell Divers. But um, Horsehead ran out two wicket winners. And Shoalwater have got the uh, the extended break, I guess, if you want to call it that. They had a bye last week, and there's obviously no game this week. So they've um, extended leave. And we move into F grade. So Pinjarra, one four seven all out. Um, Jason Ferguson Stewart got 62, and he also went on and took three wickets as well. Fair game by uh, by Jason um, in uh, in defeating Showwater, who they they bowled them out for 140. So seven run winners there with Pinjara. Another tight game, so that's two tight games Pinjara being part of A grade and F grade. They book ended it. Uh, Hillman three for 187 defeated Hallshead 99 by 87 runs. Hillman naughty naughty naughty. No scores entered. Um, White Knights Bell Divers, 9 for 225. Josh Matthews Rawlinson, 76. And I believe that's his first game for the season. I don't know whether that's his first game for the club, but first game for the season anyway. And just start off with 76. Uh, they defeated Warmbra, 7 for 181. A veteran, Dave Cowan, got 49. Got some runs last week, I think, too. Um, and Jamie Briggs got 4 for 33 for the Knights. And uh, they ran out 44 run winners there. And that wraps up. 
PCA action round 13. A hell of a lot happened there. Some um, interesting um, results, some fantastic individual performances. Um, and it just continues to get better and better and stronger and stronger and, and more drama every every single week. So it's fantastic. Um, as I mentioned at the time of recording this, uh, well, in the intro, um, the, the PCA are actually four from four. So they've won every game, top of the table. They are heading into the grand final. As you listen to this, your PCA A grade or team one will be playing off in the grand final. And as I mentioned earlier, team four, the D grade team, will be playing off in the grand final as well. So well done and good luck to everyone involved there. The B grade, I tell you what, fairly stacked side. And they'll be a little bit disappointed they didn't quite uh, get enough wins to get through to the to the grand final itself. Um, but hey, it's, it's what happens. So... Uh, well done to everyone involved in Country Week there, but well done everyone who uh, went out there and did the business on Saturday past. This is The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. show. Cricket Shoe. Hmm. Peel Cricket Show. The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. I'm your host, Orazio Santolucia. I try my best and I, uh, I stuff up the English language magnificently most weeks. Uh, we're supported by Retrovision, we're supported by ESA Sport, and we're also supported by Everlast Sports Drinks. Get around them, because they get around you. We'll be back after this. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Back to the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Proudly bought by... Proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport, and Everlast Sports Drinks. And I dare say be on the Everlast this week. Our special guest would be anyway. Um, fresh off a victory today in Country Week, uh, which basically means that the Peel Cricket Association side are back in the final there to defend their title they won last year. Welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks, Ratio. Yeah, it's really exciting for the boys. Um, put in a good couple of days' work and... Yeah, tomorrow it's more of probably the final we want to win, but just sort of winning today is probably the biggest thing. Just mm-hmm. to get you that opportunity to have a really fun day tomorrow at the Wacker. Yeah, so uh, the week um, it's been a tough week. I mean, it's been one. It's the the heats decided to come. I mean, it's like uh, being in Melbourne with the Australian Open. You know for sure once the Australian Open hits, it's going to be forty degrees every day. And uh, sure enough, over here, Country Week hits, and uh, it's forty degrees every day. <laughs> How's the heat been? Uh, yeah, well, luckily for me, I missed the first couple. Um, but yesterday was close to the hottest day I've ever played cricket. Um, there wasn't a breath of wind. Yeah, I reckon it was definitely closer to 50 if you're out in the middle of the pitch. Oof, it was a really hot day. And um, unfortunately, we didn't have a great facility. We were sitting on some grass under some trees and it made it even hotter. But um, today was today felt like probably 10 to 15 degrees cooler today. It was, yeah, it was pretty... Okay. Yeah. Um, played at oh yeah. yeah. Hot week indeed. Played at Murdoch today. The uh, the wind normally picks up like a like a windy thing. Was it windy out there today or? Yeah, especially by the second session when we were bowling, it was um, it was warm, but it definitely wasn't stifling. You were still happy enough to be out there. Yeah. Um, compared to yesterday, it was really tough work. Yeah, we were 
pretty cooked after that. <laughs> so uh, would have been on the uh, the Everlast sports drinks. Would have, would have been going a treat yesterday, I would have thought. Yeah, the boys were passing them around yesterday, actually, and um, <laughs> had a heap in the esky this morning, so it was good. That's good. Good to see. Good to see. So the message is getting out there, sponsors. So I am I'm, I'm pushing it. Hopefully I want to cut too, by the way. Um, so uh, how's it been this week? I mean, I know you said you haven't played every game, but uh, what, what's the mood like around around the squad? Obviously, it's a tough tournament. I mean, you've got to you've got to win it. Like you've got to win the first game, don't you? I mean, it's hard to you lose the first game from there on. It's it's pretty tough, isn't it? So the mood been good amongst the the, the squad. Yeah, it has been, mate. Um, we've been able to get a, a real core of people to the. The team this year, which has mm-hmm. been a real key. Um, yeah, I haven't been involved with country for yeah, sort of close to a decade now. But um, the feel around our group this week has been fantastic, and that comes down to Josh Rudge, the captain. Mm-hmm. He's really got a good core bunch of blokes together. You know, the eight or nine that play every day. Yeah, and um, yeah, he makes it. You know, we want to win and be serious, but he makes it good fun. Mm-hmm. He's ensured everyone's got a good go, and yeah, he's done a great job. So. Um, yeah, full credit to him and the other fellas for making it a good time so far. Yeah, that's good. And 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 the the beauty is, I think there's been um, like contributions across the board. It's not like one player's dominated or something. Like someone stands up every day, which I think is a, a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, especially with that batting, we're probably not dominant with you know just one star or two stars. It's you know five or six pretty good players, and yeah, sort of shared the load. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Walkles played. Couple of gutsy knocks the last two days when it's been hot, um, especially today. Really anchored us and played mm-hmm. well. Uh, yeah, I mean tomorrow things might be a little bit easier for the batters because you're playing on a really good track with a fast outfield. So yeah, hopefully a few of us can cash in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So today, um, for those that, that aren't aware, it was uh, it was a, a, a grand final uh, replay, except it was in the semi the semi final um, versus Albany. Uh, that that would have been a a real, I mean, like the scores tell us it was a real tough contest. Again, for those that don't know, uh, Peel batted first, all out one, two, seven, and then defended that um, quite uh, comfortably in the end, bowling him out for under, was 90 or something around about that? Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. Yeah. 90 around there, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was done on the back of um, some fantastic spin bowling. The spin twins of uh, Dan, well, spin treble, <laughs> Dan Abel. Uh, Tim Hutchinson and uh, Jake Foley, who's back in the PCA, coming back over from the UK, playing for Pinjarra. Um, the triple spin threat. Uh, is that going to be a factor, you think, tomorrow? I mean, the Whackers, a bit of a spinner's graveyard, but how do you think that's going to go tomorrow? Yeah, I think it'll be all right, mate. I think the key with sort of our standard of cricket is pace off the ball. Obviously, you want the seamers to have a crack early. and mm-hmm. You know, we've got some good seamers that can hopefully... Take a few early wickets um, tomorrow, like they did today. But yeah, I think for us, is just pace off the ball, set a good field, and really squeeze. And mm-hmm. yeah, us spinners, we just sort of make sure that we don't bowl a bad ball and really put the pressure back onto the batsman. Yeah, well, y- your figures today. I mean, um, yourself and Dan. I mean, Dan's had a, a great week. Um, he's for someone who hasn't played much cricket this year because he's he's been working a lot. Um, He's just, you know, straight on a length, and and we saw last week in the uh, the T Twenty game between Singleton, which uh, you know you missed last week, but it was an absolute uh, humdinger in a in a weird way because it wasn't a high scoring game; it was a low scoring game. Um, but but Dan, he nearly won it 
for uh, for his side, just bowling, you know, really, really good. Um, had a great day yesterday, I believe, didn't he, Dan? Got a, a, a bag load. and Yeah, he was unplayable yesterday for the right-handers. Um, yeah, the wicket just had nice grass coverings across it, so he was able to get a bit of bounce and yep. he was spinning it. And um, yesterday was unplayable. Hmm. Yeah, he was awesome. And he, yeah, he bowled really well today too. But, um, yeah, yesterday was as good as left-arm orthodox as you get in yep. country cricket. I keep yeah, saying that, yeah. In my ne- next life, mate, that's what I'm coming back as. I reckon that's yeah, the way, the way forward. Um, yeah. So between you yourself, um, you know, you you did your usual. I mean, you're in outstanding form this year with the ball. Um, I can't remember what the figure. Actually, I'll tell you what. I'll 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 do it justice. I should have done my homework. Um, so between you, between you two, um, so well, Dan bowled from one end. It looks like twenty one. 21 overs, um, you bowled nine. Between you, you took, uh, so that's 30 overs, six for 44. That's ridiculous. Uh, Dan bowled eight maidens, you bowled the one. And then Jake, you said Jake Foley, uh, two two for 15 off six. So that's, what's that, 30, 36 overs, eight for 50-odd. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Yesterday, so I think, um, like you mentioned about the wacker, I don't think too many issues. That's probably our team's game plan is to try to get a couple of early ones with the new ball and our good seamers. But yep. then, yeah, myself, Dan, and um, yeah, Jake bowled quite well today too. So hopefully, the three of us can yeah do a good job tomorrow. And it's the um, the old rivals in Bunbury. Bit of a uh... Well, you know, had a, had a good win against them earlier in the season in the uh, the country cup. Does that does that factor in at all? Is there is there anything in that you think, or it's a new game doesn't? Yeah, probably a new game. I mean, it's good that we've got just a bit of an idea on what a few of their guys do. Um, but their side's very very different to that day. They've got um, they've done well. I mean, I'd say they're probably only missing one or two from their best eleven possible, mm-hmm. um, which. Not many associations can do it country eight, so they've got a very strong side tomorrow. Yeah, well, they, they had a real big push, didn't they, this year? From what I from what I understand, and their B grader in the final as well. Um, yeah, they've got a good side, but um, I heard today actually from one of the Bunbury guys that Bunbury have never uh, won a game, not won a final at the Wacker. Um, I played them a couple of years ago in a final at the Wacker, and we beat them. And yeah, apparently they've never won one. So, so even the inf- even the infamous. Um, uh, Mitch. Richard Sav- Savage, isn't it? Yep. Savage, yeah, apparently they lost that, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That, that's one of the most famous Country Week games of all time. Um, yeah, yeah they, look, they've got, a, they've got a really good strong side, Bunbury, and, uh, well, so appeal. So it's going to be an absolute cracker of a game, and that, that is going to be live-streamed tomorrow. Um, that'll be available on the Wacker website, I dare say, or the Country Cricket Board Facebook page. Um, I'm sure if you hunt around for it, you will find it. I don't know where it is, unfortunately, but uh, it'll be live streamed live from the Wacker. Um, for I mean, you know, you've been lucky enough to play a few times on the Hallow Turf. It, it, every single time, it must be a, a special feeling getting out there. Yeah, it is, mate. It's a um, really special place for West Australian cricketers. Um, you know, you all go there as youngsters watching Test cricket and other forms of cricket there. So, uh, yeah, I've been lucky four or five times there and probably a lot more suited to my batting, you know, the fast outfields and good wickets. And that's what, um, yeah, a lot of us really appreciate. Plus you've got a 
beautiful spot to sit for the day. So yep. yeah, our guys are just looking to have a crack tomorrow. You know, there's no real pressure on us. Um, we'll just have a good time and really enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's fantastic. It's 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 fantastic that the uh, the boys have been able to get through to the final again because the pressure. I mean, wh- whether you feel it or not, you deal with it how you deal with it. But end of the day, as as the reigning champions, there's a bigger target on your back. There's no doubt about that. Um, the heat would have been a factor, and everything else that sort of goes with it. So to get through to another final, I think, is a, a great achievement. Um, and and if any, well, you guys listening. And, and wouldn't know what the B-grade team looks like. I tell you what, that B-grade team would play A-grade with a few other associations because I saw some of them and I thought, Jesus, there's some, you know, if, if they couldn't get into the A-grade team, you're thinking, well, it's a pretty good squad. So um, we're in a pretty good place. And um, look, wish you guys all the best tomorrow. I'll be watching from my office on the phone. It'll be just just there in the in the background. So no one will, no one will notice, I'm sure. Um, my boss ain't watching, so it's okay. Um and cheering you guys on. So uh, good luck tomorrow, Tim. Um, well done yourself. You've 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 done what you do, mate. You just keep on keeping on, which is uh, great to see. And uh, you know, may the spinners bring it home as a, as a fellow spinner. So I'm always happy to see the spinners do well. So may the spinners bring it home. Yeah, thanks, Ratio. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Hopefully we can um, have a good day. And yeah, it'd be nice if myself and Dan can snag a few wickets and get the boys over the line. Yep. Okay. So uh, good luck and. Um, We'll, uh, we hope to be able to chat to some of you maybe next week uh, in a happy state, knowing that uh, you know, you've, you've gone back to back, which, I, again, I don't know the history, but I, I can't say it's happened too often. So um, that would be one hell of an achievement. But uh, one step at a time. Um, look, well done today. Good luck tomorrow. And, um, yeah, pass on my, uh, my regards to all the boys. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Tim. Uh, great having Tim Hutchison available today at such short notice after a big, long week. Um, so that's Tim Hutchison, who's a member of the PCA team that's playing tomorrow in the grand or today in the grand final as you listen to this show. This has been The Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. Um, we'll be back after this. Okay, the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, you know the rest. Uh, we're going to wrap this baby up. Now, first of all, uh, during this week, unless you've been hiding under a rock, um, I, I use that most weeks, don't I? I've got to come up with a, a better sort of, bit, bit better chat. My patter's not so, fan, no, not flash, uh, I guess a bit tired this week. Um, the heat, much as I love summer, um, it does make it hard to sleep, even with air con on and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, unless you've been, I, I don't know what you've been doing if you don't know this, but, um, you know, friend of the show, he's been on twice, um, very strong family ties with Mandurah Cricket Club and obviously a product of Mandurah Cricket Club coming through since the age of seven, six or seven, um, you know, family name on the grandstand out there, Teague Wiley, what a start he's had to the ICC under-19 World Cup. We had a chat to him before he got on the plane to go down to Melbourne for their final preps before they took off. And um, look, Teague's just continued going from strength to strength this season, and, and he's been outstanding. And it's been a pleasure to watch. I've seen the the, the young man, bec- well, the young boy become a man. And um, I know he's only seventeen, but he's you know he's he'll be eighteen very soon. But I've, I've really enjoyed watching his progression um, as he's sort of 
progressed through the ranks. Um, he's worked. I mean, it's it's a it's it's a throwaway line to say, you know, oh yeah, he worked hard and all that sort of stuff. But Teague has really worked hard on his game. He's he's put everything into it um, to 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 really have a really good go at this um, career. I guess it's a career pathway, and he's having a real crack at it. So. For those that don't know, Teague, uh, man of the match in the f- opening game of the ICC Under-19s World Cup, which has been played in the West Indies. They were in uh, Guyana, the first game, in South America, the, the top of South America there. And uh, he got 86 knot to hold the innings together and um, basically get Australia over the line there. So he got man of the match there and got massive plaudits. I mean, everyone, all the experts commentating and all that sort of stuff and got some really good reports. Um, Australia went on and lost the next game, got pants by Sri Lanka, really. And then um, they had Scotland uh, overnight, as I'm recording this, which is Thursday. So Wednesday night they played, um, or Thursday morning, whatever you want to call it. They played Scotland. They're Scotland and minnows, no doubt. But um, Australia bowled first. They made some changes to the team, but Teague was still in the team, obviously, as one of the main batters. And uh, Scotland got 238. Um, so that that's you know not an easy score to chase. But... Um, and Australia needed to make up some uh, some run rates, some net run rates. So they had to go out there and really take it on. And uh, look, end of the day, cut a long story short, Teague, um, not out at the end. This time, 101 knots. So he's made it a one-day international under-19th century. So the boys on 190-odd runs for the tournament must be top or there, there or thereabouts. So he's clearly one of the best bat, best performing batters in in his age group in the world, I guess. Um, that's that's what the, the, the numbers are telling us. So, Teague, um, you probably got better things to do, mate. But if you are listening to this particular show, double thumbs up. Awesome effort, mate. And um, let's hope that uh, I think it's I think the West in, the West Indies have got to beat Sri Lanka tonight. That means Australia go through. If Sri Lanka beat the West Indies, I think Australia's out. They can't can't progress to the next stage, which which had been absolute. It'd be disappointing. It'd be disappointing. Um, but at the end of the day, this has been thrown together. These boys have literally just just got together and and, and played. They they're probably not that they don't know each other. They've probably bumped into each other along the way in different tournaments, uh, be down the seventeen tournament or the under nineteen tournament or um, some of the, the the CA camps and and things like that. But they haven't played as a team, so. To you know, to go out there and do as well as they are, um, you know, well done for their professionalism, and I guess that's kudos to all these the state systems that are putting a lot of uh, resourcing into these lads. But um, look, Teague, um, just uh, looking at all the 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 well wishes that are coming in all the posts that we've all been putting up, sort of proud of your uh, achievements out there. And I know mum and dad and and sisters and and everyone involved with the Wiley family would be absolutely over the moon. Um, some some horrible shapes being played in some of those uh, pictures I've seen on online, Marnie. Um, you obviously have been watching Georgia and uh, T doing what they do in the nets and, and all the work that they're doing uh, with their techniques because uh, they haven't got it from you, Marnie. I reckon it must be John. Um, you know, sorry, Marnie. I'm not I'm not being nasty, but I, I reckon it's it's John that's probably given the technique. Um, anyway, so uh, look, yeah, well done, Teague. Fantastic. And uh, let's hope that uh, you get another couple of games and uh, you're able to maybe, who knows, maybe this time next week we're sort of saying 
there's a trophy being held aloft and maybe another man of the match or so. So uh, well done and good luck for the rest of the tournament, Teague Wiley. Um, as I mentioned earlier on, as the uh, battery's starting to wear out on this computer, so I'll, I'll uh, try to finish this really quickly. Um, good luck, fingers crossed, to the PCA uh, A-grade and D-grade teams in their grand finals in Country Week. Big, big part of the week. If the boys in A-grade in particular can get it done on the whacker two years in a row, back-to-back A-grade Country Week championes, Boy, won't they put the wind up a few people. Um, that'd be fantastic effort by everyone involved there and a very challenging week, very challenging. And look, it's a challenging time, but um, look, everyone's just putting it aside. So look, well done to everyone there. Let's hope we uh, we get the job done and, and, and take the chocolates there and then hope the D-grade team do the same. And the other guys playing out the rest of the week, let's do it for the old, um, do it for the jumper, for the badge. Let's get a win to finish off. Um, other than that, everyone, look, stay safe, uh, look after each other. And as I mentioned earlier, um, look, you know, we've had some sad news during the week. Um, so condolences again to the, uh, the strange family. Um, yeah, it's, it's never great to lose a member of your family or to lose a friend. And um, as I mentioned, I dedicate this show to my mate H, um, who hopefully is uh, looking down and uh, supporting us along the way. Um, You've been listening and watching The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. Um, we've got some fantastic partners in Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. We will be back next week. Until then, adios, amigos. Oh, thank you.